Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. China is under us. 
China's under us. If you want to they are back, under us. That's right. when you're a kid. If flat. you dug straight through your backyard, you can get to China. No, you can't. The world, the world is not flat. We've seen the earth. No, we haven't seen anything. I understand why people. I, no, I understand. I understand why people are a little put off by this. But let's have a conversation. I, 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 you are so embarrassed by this. This is like. Oh wait. So you don't believe what you just said? Then. No, of course. Oh, I thought you were like trying to cancel no, the theory of education. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I thought that was uh, maybe your speech that you were presenting. It is ridiculous. And if I'm Duke University, I'm absolutely putting out a statement that it says uh, we. Do not, we do not condone this type of behavior and viewing these alternative facts and fake news. I mean, poor Jeremy Lin came out and was like, hey, listen, I went to Harvard, and I know that the, the world is flat, LOL. And you've got to troll him, too, because this is ridiculous. This is so funny that he's even putting this out there. Uh, and I love that people have just completely jumped all over it. Kyrie, after the podcast, said, that's the only thing you got on the podcast? I sat down for an hour and a half. And talked all about all of my beliefs. And the one thing you got out of it was that the world is flat. Like, yeah, because that's an absurd thing to say. So, of course, that's what I took out of it. Gravity, lunar eclipses. I mean, we get constellations. Star structures are different every day. Planets. Fatal. Okay. No, I'm just, that's, that's what Shaq says. Shaq says it's debatable. He, actually, no, Shaq goes the other way. Not debatable. It's flat. Kyrie, flat. Draymond, what? What is going on in the world? Our heads are falling off. Kyrie, call into 120. I want it. I want a beef. Let's do a, let's do a earth battle, not a rap battle. I'm ready. I'm sick of it. I mean, like I understand. I'm glad we're talking about this, okay? Because we need to continue to reinforce stupidity. Needs to stop. Stupidity needs to stop. We have a lot of stupidity. The biggest story to come out of it was the cast star Kyrie Irving thinks the world is flat. Not another one. Well, yeah, he made his first claim on a podcast, of course, and Press tried to find out more about his theory. Okay, uh, I can prove that the world is round. Go for it. I mean, come on, man. All you have to do is go from continent to continent, and then you end up back where you started. That will prove that the. I mean, we. What do you think? You get, get to the last continent and then you just keep going to the plane, run out of gas, and you just drop off? Well, y'all, LeBron James had his teammates back. He said if he decides that the earth is flat, that's okay. That's a really good way of packing the woods. That's right, Charles. Kyrie said that. Shaq said that. It, it, where, where's this all coming from, Charles? Listen, man, we got some crazy people out there. You know, Kyrie, I gave him a pass because he, he only went to college for like 30 games. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he only played about 10 because <laughs> he was hurt. Shaq just if you don't could know sit it down with Kyrie Irving to talk to him, what would you want to say? Uh, well, you guys, you can't put too much energy into this. And I understand later he backtracked and said, oh, I was just kidding-ish. But it just shows you, I have failed. Oh, I no. Failed. No, you have yes. failed. <laughs> this is a science educator. Right. There's the whole uh, thing so now. The earth is flat. Hey, hey, flat earth people, (laughs) I'll tell you what, get a car, rent a car, and drive to the edge of the earth. Send us some pictures. Don't fall 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 He's got to be trolling everyone. There's no way he really believes this. And if he does believe it, anyone who, like, there's some things that I'm not, no one's going to refute this. The grown-ups are not going to refute this for people like, you disqualify yourself from adult conversation when you say preposterous things like this, unless you're trolling. 
And the man went to Duke. I'm assuming he's trolling. I'm assuming he's making some larger point. If he's not, good grief. I mean, well, you may have seen yeah. it on your way to work or school or just driving around. A new billboard has some people thinking about the Earth. And asking the question, could the Earth be flat? Greg Argos is here with more on the movement that is taking on centuries of scientific research, yeah. right? It really is, guys. And UD Justice was just unveiled uh, just yesterday, in fact. This billboard, a digital billboard unveiled yesterday. And it's calling into question a theory most of us have accepted that the Earth, of course, is round. But those behind this billboard say, well, we've all been tricked. Hey, AJ, do you want to talk about how you think the Earth is flat? Do you want to talk about how your feet are flat? They are flat. But like he legitimately thinks the Earth is I flat. I do not think the world is flat. I'm just saying there's some stuff about it. He's a flat. He's a flat earther. But so he wants earther. to say that I think slowly. Okay. The, the Earth is a sphere. Okay. Axis. What? Runs on an axis. Okay. Good. I'm not a flat earther. I'm just saying there's some things about it that make sense. I don't think you can handle it. Why, why do you say that? I just don't understand. 
First of all, what difference does it make? <laughs> it could be flat, could not be flat. There could, there could be 12 continents. How would you not?
you said you said moments ago that we we needed civility. I believe yes. you said that. And so this is a young man who has some alternate facts to borrow them. Not alternate. You don't believe that. Saying, you don't believe what you're saying. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not. That's what, second, but, did you didn't see my buddy here. But what is the way that leads to madness? On November 9th and 10th of 2017, the first Library International Conference was held in my hometown of Cary, North Carolina. So just. Who are the Flat Earthers? This is the beginning. This is not a one-off. There'll be more announcements soon. But again, you're part of history. Every one of you here. This is a day that's going to be fetched in history. The quest for truth. And it can seem crazy, but all of us laughed at this topic, including myself. This is probably the most ridiculous thing I ever thought that I'd be doing. And here I am organizing the Flat Earth International Conference but I'm not laughing anymore.
God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day and the night. Let them be for signs, seasons, for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light to the earth. And it was so, and God made two great lights. All right, what are these lights? What? Sun and the moon. Did you just read in your Bible that the earth is open to the sun? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You just read in your Bible that the earth was here before the sun. Right? Sure, they did. Now, that's a big deal. Now, guess what you get into? There's two big words I'm going to throw out at you. That's what I'm getting to. Just think about it. Geocentric and heliocentric. What does that mean? Just a big word. You pay for the education level. Here's what it means. Geocentric means that the Earth is the center of the universe. Heliocentric means that the Sun is the center of the universe, known universe, our solar system. And everything revolves around the Sun. With a geocentric view, the Sun and everything revolves around the Earth. And the Earth is fixed where it is. Now, here's the thing. My little, my little uh, excursion into this has revealed that most of the people that believe in a geocentric view of the earth also believe that the earth is flat. I want to throw some things out there for you this morning. I love debate. If what you believe is real, and you really believe it, and you have a foundation for that belief, you should be able to defend it. I have no respect for somebody who says, I believe this and that, and you don't have anything to back it up. I'm not saying I believe in a flat earth. No. But there are some interesting points they make. Let me give you one. How many understand if the earth is a ball out here in space, then it has a curvature to it, right? It has a curvature. It's going to have a curvature. You're going to see a curvature. Now, what's going to be more apparent is the higher you get, the more you're going to be able to see the curvature, right? In other words, you have to get to a point in space where you're able to look down on the earth and see the curvature of the earth. And therefore, prove without a doubt, prove without a doubt that the earth is round. Now, this gets into the scientific geology or geography or whatever they are measure things like this. But did you know that in Lake Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, sits on the western bank of Lake Michigan? Chicago, Illinois, good sized town. At one time, Chicago was the second largest town in America. Chicago, Illinois. It sits right there. It butts right up again Lake Michigan. Right up against Lake Michigan. You can go 40 miles, 40 miles across the peninsula part of Michigan. I forget the name of the town over there. It's in another state. And you can get out there on a boat 40-something miles away from Chicago and look across Lake Michigan, and you can see the skyline of Chicago. A meteorologist was talking about what he called a what is that thing? Mirage. Mirage. Phenomenon of mirage. That makes sense, doesn't it? That makes sense for the curvature of the Earth. How many following here? So he was trying to explain to people, how can we 40 miles away see Chicago? Here is a mirage. 
And he was explaining to them how that the light was coming up and bouncing back down, and it was a mirage. You weren't really seeing Chicago by looking straight at it. You were seeing a reflection of Chicago through the, through the clouds and the atmosphere and whatever else is up there. So these guys up there, they got this boat. And <laughs> you've always got somebody like this. <laughs> they hooked up their cameras. They had to wait for a certain day to come, clear enough, because 40 miles is a long way to see, folks. And they got in their boat, and they hooked up their cameras, and they focused in on Chicago, and you could barely see it. Barely, because of the haze. But they kept their cameras trained on Chicago, Illinois, and they began to cross Lake Michigan. And do you know something? Nothing ever changed except Chicago got clearer. Now, if you're following me in all of this, here's the point. If the earth is curved, they should not have been able to see Chicago 40 miles away. Is that right? I'm not saying I believe it, but it makes me think. How did they see Chicago? Airline pilots, when they go up, flight level, let's say, 30, 3-5. In other words, 30,000, 35,000 feet in the air. Let's say they're up there at 35,000 feet. As they rise in that aircraft, did you know what? Amazing thing happens. The horizon rises. Now, if the horizon was curved, would it rise or would it fall? <laughs> so you believe the flat earth? No, but I believe in this is what they got to say. You see, here's their point. Their point is that God made the earth, and he made everything else as it relates to the earth. And the earth is the center of God's plan for man. And that it is here the issue of sin and salvation is settled. And that uh, because of that, the earth is primary and is of primary importance in God's creation. In other words, you're not going to find anything out there that is nearly as important as what you've got going on here. As far as that's concerned, I go with them 100%. I'm going to read a little more about the flat earth. Here's why. I may never believe the earth is flat, but I did learn a lot of things from it that may help me understand my Bible in ways that I could never understand it before.
The design of this deeply hidden plot has been to change the perception of the masses regarding the authority of the Bible, the correct shape of the earth, the layout of the universe, and the Creator's position in it. This change in perception has prepared minds for the overwhelming delusion to come upon the world under the first woe, the fifth trumpet, prophesied in Revelation chapter 9. This delusion will be a demonic attack under the pretext of an alien invasion. Reportedly, Vladimir Lenin observed, a lie told often enough becomes the truth. This quote is discovered within the belief of most. The Earth is a sphere. It spins through space while orbiting the sun, hurtling thousands of kilometers an hour inside our Milky Way galaxy. So ingrained is this belief, if one speaks of the words flat Earth, listeners snicker. The mental reflect of a flat plane from which a person might fall into an infinite space creates this disrespect. A globe Earth, because unproven, is pseudoscience, yet believed worldwide and passed from generation to generation, and any who question it is mocked and ridiculed. If I say that the world is round, Someone else says it's flat. That's worth reporting. But you might also want to report on a bunch of scientific evidence that seems to support the notion that the world is round. We don't have time for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society. They, 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 they must have been founding members of, of the Flat Earth Society. They, they would not have believed that the world was round. We'll surround at this flat beautiful land, and all this sun, I just, I, I, I asked the question, how, how many days of sun do you get a year? 320. That's pretty good. And in case there are any conspiracy theorists out there, how would you prove to us that you're in so zero gravity? Humility. To, I don't understand. I, I'm the one who's having humility. I'm saying we should have a debate here. You guys were saying you, that the debate is... How about we just listen to science? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Listen to arrest 
Galileo's persecution for promoting heliocentrism is surprising, as the Catholic Church initially supported Copernicus theories. Copernicus' theory of a heliocentric universe was well known at the upper strata of the Catholic Church in his lifetime. While he preferred his theories published after his death, he ultimately agreed to publish his manuscripts on the persistent appeals of high church officials. Catholics were not first to reject Copernicus' views, for they themselves admit Opposition was first raised against the Copernican system by Protestant theologians for biblical reasons. The Catholic Church advanced Copernicus' heliocentric model, constantly urging him to spread it abroad, together with other theories that opposed the sacred scriptures. The necessity to change public conception from an accurate belief in a flat, enclosed earth to a false belief grew slowly. With sapient baby steps, the whole world would become amenable to the final delusion of an alien invasion under the first woe. The Catholic hierarchy had the perfect opportunity to lay groundwork for a global deception to culminate in this earth's final generation. This deception required a globe Earth spinning throughout the vast reaches of space, space inhabited by aliens and other sentient life forms. These contrivances created doubt in the Bible, putting science ahead of Scripture, which advises mankind the Earth is enclosed and unmoving. They also place the Creator far away from His creation by presenting a universe unimaginably vast. The table talk of Martin Luther, the great reformer, is quoted as having said, There is talk of a new astrologer who wants to prove that the earth moves and goes round instead of the sky, the sun, the moon, just as if somebody were moving in a carriage or a ship might hold that he was sitting still and at rest while the earth and the trees walked and moved. But that is how things are nowadays. When a man wishes to be clever, he must needs invent something special, and the way he does it must needs be the best. The fool wants to turn the whole art of astronomy upside down. However, as Holy Scripture tells us, so did Joshua bid the sun to stand still and not the earth. In his lectures on the book of Genesis, Luther said, we Christians must be different from the philosophers in the way we think about the causes of these things. And if some are beyond our comprehension, like those before us concerning the waters above the heavens, we must believe them and admit our lack of knowledge rather than either wickedly deny them or presumptuously interpret them in conformity with our own understanding. The great reformer Jean Calvin also known as John Calvin, called Copernicus a dreamer who has a spirit of bitterness and contradiction. Reprove everything and prevent the order of nature. We will see some who are so deranged, Calvin said, not only in religion, but who in all things reveal their monstrous nature, that they will say that the sun does not move and that it is the earth which shifts and turns. 
When we see such minds, we must indeed confess that the devil possesses them and that God sets them before us as mirrors in order to keep us in his fear. So it is with all who argue out of pure malice and that happily make a show of their imprudence. When they are told this is hot, they will reply, no, it is plainly cold. When they are shown an object is black, they will say, no, it is white, and vice versa. Just like the man who said that the snow is black, for although it is perceived and known all to be white, yet he clearly wished to contradict the fact. And so it is that they are madmen who try to change the natural order and even to dazzle eyes and benumb the senses. With the biblical geocentric model rejected, a new explanation was required. A globe Earth, its orbit of the sun for millions of miles every year, illimitable realms of space with billions of galaxies, each composed of billions of stars with worlds innumerable. All this became necessary to explain the new heliocentric model of the universe, and mankind, over a short time, lost his divine significance. Thereafter was created an environment within which the writings of Charles Darwin found a receptive audience. Once science showed the Bible wrong, the disparager then diverged from her religious guise altogether. Anything suddenly became possible. There was nothing above question, including how the earth seemed to appear in the vastness of space with all else and the existence of extraterrestrials. The Big Bang Theory is, today, the leading explanation about how the universe began. At its simplest, it talks about the universe as we know it, starting with a small singularity, then inflating over the next 13.8 billion years to the cosmos that we know today. Priest Andrew Pinsent holds advanced degrees in theology from the Pontifical Gregorian University in Rome, as well as a doctorate in particle physics from Oxford. In January 2015, he wrote, Being both a priest and a former particle physicist at CERN, I am often asked to give talks on faith and science. Quite often, young people ask me the following question. How can you be a priest and believe in the Big Bang? To which I am delighted to respond. We invented it. Or more precisely, priest Georges Lemaitre invented the theory that is today called the Big Bang, and everyone should know about him. The author of the Big Bang Theory was none other than the Jesuit-trained priest Georges Lemaitre. On October 28, 2014, Sarah Kerr reported. Speaking to members of the Pontifical Academy of Science, the Pope said it is possible to believe in both, insisting God was responsible for the Big Bang from which all life evolved. The inicio del mondo non è opera del caos che deve a un altro la sua origine, ma deriva direttamente da un principio supremo che crea per amore. Il Big Bang che oggi si pone all'origine del mondo non contraddice l'intervento creatore divino, ma lo esige. L'evoluzione nella natura 
non contrasta con la nozione di creazione, perché l'evoluzione presuppone la creazione degli esseri che si evolvono. Follow from cause to effect. 1. Without a globe Earth circling the Sun through the far reaches of space, we do not have the Big Bang. 2. Without the Big Bang, we do not have evolution. 3. Without evolution, we are more likely to accept creation as an act of intelligent design by a divine creator. The Roman Catholic Church does, in fact, accept evolution. Acceptance of evolution and its integral law of survival of the fittest gave rise to the bloodbaths of the 20th century in which millions lost their lives. Numerous researchers have established incontrovertible connections between the Vatican and the Nazi Party. Regardless of the level of collaboration between the Vatican and the Nazis, what happened after World War II is even more significant. Operation Paperclip smuggled hundreds of Nazi scientists, including top SS officers on trial for war crimes, into the United States for use in America's Cold War space race. One of these Nazi Party members, Werner von Braun, was promoted to head up NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center. Under Operation Paperclip, some 350 German scientists and former intelligence agents were given visas and well-paying jobs. Many of these scientists had questionable pasts. Braun himself had been an active member of the Nazi Party, and his colleague at NASA, Dr. Hubertus Struggle, a specialist in aviation medicine, had performed experiments on concentration camp inmates. The purpose of this massive and illegal undertaking appears to have been for the establishment of a worldwide authority on all things relating to space and astronomy. NASA became the public face of space. It has long acted as a front, providing an unsuspecting world with pseudoscience legitimized by the backing of the U.S. government. NASA is its own monopoly. It controls the dissemination of public information on astronomy while hiding facts it does not want the public to know.
many countries and universities have observatories, always it is the statements, photographs, and discoveries of NASA that make the news headlines. Do aliens even exist, and how, how would we know? Well, the Kepler satellite currently orbiting in outer space has identified about 50, 50 planets that seem very much Earth-like. In fact, every week we discover another Jupiter-sized planet in outer space. With NASA in charge of the flow of astronomical information to the public, it appears the Vatican has remained a central player in the truly accurate astronomy not being released to the public. For hundreds of years, the Vatican has owned more telescopes and observatories than any organization, private university, or government. NASA and the Vatican jointly own Lucifer, the world's largest binocular telescope. According to the official Vatican website, the Vatican Observatory is one of the oldest astronomical institutes in the world. And yet, where are the photographs? Where are the news releases of the latest discoveries? Precisely what have the Jesuit astronomers been doing for the last 500 years? Only they know. NASA's public release of information promoting the idea of an expanding, thus ever larger universe of incomprehensible size has led to the supposition there must be alien life on other planets. After all, if the Big Bang produced life on Earth, why couldn't intelligent life have evolved elsewhere? And we've been hearing a lot lately about dozens of other habitable planets being discovered, and today NASA is hosting a discussion panel about these habitable planets that are just a short, you know, 10, 20 or so light years away from us. So RT correspondent Megan Lopez joined us earlier from NASA, and I first asked her if we were close to finding another life form in our solar system. They need to figure out what type of activity that is. But with the organic materials, it means that we could find a footprint of Martian life that used to exist. And if there's plant life that used to exist, it could mean that there's other life that used to exist. So scientists at NASA are very excited. They just unveiled this, and it presents a new puzzle to, to, to sort of for them. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go. And this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to. And we're building these building block components in order to allow us to do that eventually. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we... Uh, destroyed that technology, and it's a painful process to build it back again. But going to Mars should be uh, one of the next series of steps that humans do. The first step should be going back to the moon for a number of technical uh, reasons and exploration reasons, and then after that, Mars, maybe a high orbit in uh, Venus atmosphere, maybe going to Europa, there's all kinds of uh, targets to go to places of interest in our solar system. The, the only limit to human future is in our own imagination.
sweat, could not be sweat. There could, only, there could be 12 continents. How would you know? <laughs> That's a matter of how we throw it up. But I feel like with the world, with the earth, when you stand back and you look at the horizon, you can see curvature. You can actually see it, unlike a dinosaur or something. Yeah, or if you fly in one direction, you'll come back around, which is which in a flat world probably would not happen. That is true. That is true. But these guys don't go around. They go to Cleveland, and then they go to... With me now, Bill Nye, CEO of the Planetary Society, and of course, the science guy. Good to have you, Bill. Good to see you, Craig. Todd Aiken says, believing in evolution requires faith. Paul Brown says, it's a... It's a lie from the pit of hell, a lie straight from the pit of hell. What goes through your mind when you hear things like that? Well, first of all, uh, I, as a science educator, have failed. I failed. No. Evolution was discovered. It's not something people made up. It was discovered. And uh, the evidence for it is astonishing. It's overwhelming. Now, one thing I really want your generation to embrace is that the Earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the Earth. There's no place to go. There's no place to throw your trash. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not you, but your kids develop ways to mine our landfills. We throw away so much valuable stuff right now, especially raw materials. I may be wrong, of course. How do we know that, how do we know the earth is not flat? We don't. It's flat. So here it is, here it is. Um, if you are small, as we are as humans, and that is the entirety of your and that is the source of the of your understanding of the world in which you live, then of course the world looks flat. That's not any different from being a child watching television and just presuming that the people you see on TV know you. Well, if you're a little child, you think they do know you because you are the center of your own universe. And to mature out of that is very hard, not only when we grow up as humans, but also as we grow up as civilization. To realize that the Earth is not flat and that it's round, means you're not in the center of the Earth. Some of the earliest civilizations we have records of were in the Middle East, okay? And uh, that whole area called the Mediterranean. Well, Mediterranean translates to the Middle Earth. The people lived there were sure they were in the middle of the Earth. That can only be true if you think Earth is flat. Well, we have many lines of evidence to show that Earth is round including Apollo photos of the round Earth. Well, the only reason I reference that is because you guys have a battle on Twitter about that. Yeah, I, it wasn't a fair battle when you know your life and you know the other person just completely regressed in their thinking. I only jumped in because there must have been an overlap in the Venn diagram of the followers that I had on Twitter and the followers that VOV had on Twitter. And I don't know how big that overlap is, but it was sufficient for people to come to me and say, you know, B.O.B. is saying Earth is fine. you got to stop him. Say something. Save him from himself. And I was like, what? Well, 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 I'm looking, and there they were. And 
So, and I, I would have left it alone because I don't have time for this. Until I saw him saying, I use physics and math to show that Earth is flat. Not those are fighting words. Okay, if he, if he says he's invoking physics and math, let me, let me see where he claimed to do so. I looked where he claimed to do so, and it, it was profoundly ignorant of formulas and physics related to the physics of establishing the size of the Earth. Now, I don't mind that people don't know things. That's just plain old ignorance. Ignorance shouldn't be thought of as a bad word. Right? Ignorance just simply means you don't know. But if you don't know and you have the power of influence over others, that's dangerous. If you don't know and you don't know that you don't know, that is particularly dangerous. And so, so I, I, and I don't blame BLB and I, don't, I blame educational system that can graduate someone as, into adulthood who cannot tell the difference between what is and is not true about this world. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. You feel like the bright light back there? Convertible. Wow. Yep, yep. It's in the camera. Look how fast that's going, man. Look how fast. Yep. Folks, they're still going on the right side of the aircraft right now. They'll be on the right side of the aircraft. Wow. Nobody's ever on the space shuttle. 
And the proof of that is the challenge of the um, In a 1954 interview with Admiral Richard E. Byrd, an American naval officer who specialized in exploration, he had this to say. But strangely enough, there is left in the world today an area as big as the United States 
that's never been seen by a human being. And that's beyond the pole on the other side of the South Pole from Little America. And it's, uh, I think it's quite astonishing. Everybody, it's all a religious dystopia. Knowing versus belief. You were listening to Impossible with a Ball, a flat earth documentary of 2017, and you listened to the first half of it. <clears throat> and Corey uh, Twint is trying to call me from. Uh, Uncle Obvious, but don't know what's going on there. <laughs> there one moment, he's gone the next. I don't know if he's got cell problems. I don't know what's going on. Keeps dropping off, dropping on. Now he's on again. Let's see if that happens. Let's see. Hold on, man. What the heck's wrong with your Wait, phone? You yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're sound good. What's going on with your phone, man? Oh, man. My Skype crashed. Earlier tonight? Yeah. Go ahead. Cra- seems to keep on crashing too, huh? Yeah, for me it does. I, I man, I finally got my audio fixed. So yeah, you sound really good, buddy. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm just testing, seeing how I doing some uh, old school uh, uh, putting my speaker to my headset to my speaker to my uh, new speakers to my laptop to see how they how it sounds so I recorded uh impossible from uh Silverate Truth, you know their documentary on Flat Earth as we're playing that. Waiting for you for the past hour or so. Oh man, about. you're awesome. Thanks for waiting, buddy. Yeah, no big deal. It's no so big how you deal, been? Man. I wanna hear how you've been, man. I wanna hear how you've been since last week. Oh, I guess still got that chronic nagging headache and gosh almighty. I shouldn't be saying all this stuff. I for all these witches and sorcerers are t- using it to attack me, but <laughs> no, they are, and I'm not recording yet, buddy. So I am. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. If you're, you're, if you're, if you're, if, you care if I start? Now go ahead. If you're if you okay. that Skype, the Skype was terrible last time you're recording. Yours is terrible. Well, I uh, uninstalled it like three times tonight, and stalled, you know. Right. Uninstalled it and reinstalled it, and then I re- reset my computer like three times, and I had so, to keep resetting all my audio. Anyway, well, good luck. I hope it works. But you know, if it doesn't, you know, like I said, there's other ways of getting around Skype because it's just not really good as a as an audio recorder. And I just, you, you, you're, I'm just going to tell you now, uh, you're wasting your time in Skype. You just are. No, no, no. I hear you. I believe you. No. But last week was the worst. That's the only time I've ever had a problem. Is when I recorded that. It's like uh, Brian Sullivan, you know that one guy that 
they call him the Duke from that Bigfoot researcher guy in Montana. It's, we had to work with him. I worked with him on that too. He was using that Skype as well. And his terrible recordings. Oh uh, so sure. That's, and I I convinced him to to use TalkShoe because it's free. He does recordings with it. The recordings are cheap. Uh, it doesn't use a lot. I guess bandwidth and all that kind of thing. So sure. So uh, generally speaking, uh, as far as like. Putting on like tubes, to tunes, to tubes. Uh, <laughs> download it for uh, YouTube. It's pretty easy to do. So sure. you don't usually have to use something like MP3 smaller, something like that to, to compress it. Because a lot of times when if you do MP3s and MP4s and all kinds of stuff, a lot of times you got to compress it and all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, hey, listen, I want to say. I, I I don't know if I should say anything about the nice thing that you. No, no, don't. Yeah, just, no. no, that's cool, man. Okay. Well, I know no, you're good, man. I've just been worried I, about I, you. I just want to say that you know my um, you know my son. He did, I was things have been so hard this year that I I didn't get him a, a birthday present or anything. You know, the holidays. So. No, no, man. That's so, awesome. Like I said, I was uh, <clears throat> so somebody wink, wink, wink. Somebody was really nice and it gave us some, and I get it, I got him something really nice a present that's going to last him a very long time. He's going to be able to use it for a long time. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't like super super expensive, but it wasn't cheap. And so he was really happy, and it was a great lesson too because because we didn't bow before the tree, right? And we didn't we didn't do that this year, and we honored Jesus. I'm like, Chase, now look, and he didn't complain about it either. By the way, he understood, and um, he didn't ask for anything for Christmas. So I said, you know, Chase, because we honored Jesus, look what happened. You were blessed or something. So this is a life lesson to learn for Chase. You know, it's like this is why we did it. Is because I know that, that God was going to bless us down the road. I don't know how He was going to do it. You never know. You know, we don't demand the terms. <laughs> God, He's God. He's the boss. But He's going to bless you down the road for um, for honoring Him and respecting Him. And so that's the reason why we didn't bow before the tree, Chase. That's why we're not doing it. And you got something much nicer than you ever would have got if we would have done what everybody else does. And something that's going to last a lot longer. So it was really cool what happened. So that was really awesome. Uh, so, but then of course, then then somebody else who's close to us then starts sending messages saying you're going to have a serious spiritual attack, oh, and no. you need you need to stop. And, <laughs> and it's just like you need to stop. You need to I, keep going, buddy. I know. Everybody, the other people that are like. Uh, like that's we should be celebrating, <laughs> you know. All right, somebody's out there on the front line. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of having this kind of moral dilemma because the person that's saying this is very close to me, but I don't know if he's really being inspired by God or not. 
because what who's inspiring me then and who's inspiring all the other people in my life we're on the same side you know what i mean he's saying something completely different now well, let me ask you this mike what's this uh close friend of yours or family member think of deliverance oh he believes in that kind of stuff yeah oh well that's good it's just a, you know it's kind of proud problem I think might be I don't know if I should say all this stuff on air <laughs> I don't know you... oh man oh that's just for this way I got I got brother I, I, I got families that you know that's involved in you know the Mormons and then Catholic Catholicism. Yeah, I do too. I do Catholicism too. and and um, so who are they praying to when they're praying? To? That's all the thing I want to know. And are they, are they praying to Mary while they're doing this? Are they? Who are they? Are they you know, it's just like now I. Greg, so this is what happened. I'll tell you what happens because you know. It's, We'll probably end up. I'll probably end up putting this, you know, cutting this first forty minutes or so of it off, <laughs> first hour off. But uh, oh, by the way, yeah, this is old religion dystopia, folks, and we're talking to Uncle Obvious. Um, yeah, so let's see, Monday, which would have been. This Monday or Sunday? This Monday. It would have been the the I. That's Monday I was the, well, yeah. Monday was the second. Sorry, or no, the Monday first, was the first. The Sorry. first. So yeah. for a New Year's present. Um. So I drove by where that X structure was, and uh, it looked like a hurt, like a tornado went through the place, and there's all this tons that's of trees. What you're Tons of trees were down, right? Now, hey, I haven't taken pictures of it yet. I think it was Sunday or Monday. I can't remember which day it was. And I went over to my mom's. And uh, and so, you know, I need to take pictures of it, but I'm just kind of like, I haven't done it, and I just don't feel like I'm ready for any kind of attack. Now, what my uh, what this person was saying, this relative was saying that, you know, that the things I've been sharing, he thought was not responsible and uh, too close to home. Mm. And I was talking too much about certain people that could be used against me, and that I sounded crazy. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I never really con- was ever concerned about what people thought about me and how it sounded, because you know I pretty much am concerned about the truth and." That pretty much leads you down paths. It's going to make you sound crazy to everyone else. Uh, it's just the way it's going to be. Um, and um, but I don't. I don't. So the, but the message was kind of confusing. So I, I, and I tried to ask him, you know, to give me a clear. And he said, well, you know, he prayed about it, and and he said to get this message from God. It was a download, but he didn't give anything clear. You know what I mean? Anyways, it wasn't very helpful, so but it caused a lot of doubt in what I'm doing, so and I don't know if that was the spiritual attack itself or not. And I, I he's probably gonna hear this and I just want him to know that it's not I am sorry, but it's I just 
this hit and run kind of uh, saying that you're hearing the message, the download from God, but then you don't tell me clear the message, how the message really is. I mean, I, I know that they've expressed concern about my uh, support of, well, flat earth message and all that kind of stuff, but as I, you know, I spent, I was in the beginning of all this, so I was there in the beginning two and a half years ago, you know, I was interviewing all these guys before any they, they even made a name for themselves. Um, and so, not to say toot my own horn, I'm just saying that I, I spent thousands of hours on it. My in my own right to, to, to determine whether or not there was any validity in it to, to begin with. And uh, you know, with my research, I. And the one thing I, I'm absolutely certain that the heliocentric model is bunk all the way around, and uh, the globe model that we've been given is not based on sound science at all. And there's no way anybody can defend it. And if they're, they can't. They just cannot. And uh, all they can do is end up calling you names and ad, ad hominem attacks. But that's all they can do. And Yet there's a lot of people out there that warn you, and you keep, be careful what you're saying because <laughs> you're going to ruin your ministry. And but what's my ministry? Well, my ministry it's it's always been about sharing what I believe is the truth in the times I've been wrong. And I've been if someone can prove to me that I'm wrong, that God's creation is a ball spinning 1,100 miles an hour and traveling 66,666 miles an hour around the sun, and um, and the, the sun is 93,000, million miles away, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and that planets are real. I mean, please, prove it to me. But I don't, I don't even believe that the, the Lucifer telescope is looking for planets. I think it's looking for entities and Lucifer itself. At this point, what I see that makes any sense. No, I thought the same thing. I mean, why else would you have those uh, those telescopes? I mean, they know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and you have nothing but artist renderings and CGI images of these planets, but you don't even have an image of your own planet. <laughs> exactly. The yeah, image they don't of, have anything. Uh, Nothing. The image of uh, Earth from the moon is, the Earth is tiny as all get out, and then the latest images of, uh, uh, supposedly of a satellite on the other side, the dark side of the moon, and the moon is tiny, 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 tiny compared to the Earth. I mean, there's, the, 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 it just goes on and on and on, folks. The more and more you research, the more you just realize you've just been lied to about all of it. And for you to support anything about any of this, when it comes out of NASA, uh, the Jesuits, the heliocentric model for the past 500 years, uh, you're just supporting a satanic agenda. Even the heliocentric model is named after Helios, which is, is, is another name for Apollo, or Apollyon, or Satan. Another name for a satanic god, a, 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 a demon. So... What do you do about all that? Whenever all their missions are named after uh, uh, Satan himself or you know, demonic entities, all their 
they're, the name of the planets are named after that, and are named after uh, ancient gods, which are just demons. And, and what they're, um, they, they name everything after uh, Jesuit priests and, and men like, oh, like the telescope, you know, uh, what's the name of that telescope? Just, the uh, what's the name of the telescope that's supposedly up in space, but it's not. It's oh, really, the Hubble. Yeah, but it was just named after a man who hated God and was an atheist who blatantly hated God. And of course, the Truth Telescope is in a plane named after Sophia. <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. And so you just get to a point: who's the crazy one here? Who's the one that's, that's crazy? Is it me who educated themselves or the person who's believing all these fantasies and lies? So it's, I mean, I understand because of the world that we live in and the indoctrination and the lies that uh, if you believe in the flat earth, you've been educated that you're, you're nuts and crazy for believing that. But, you know, it's the same thing as somebody were to tell you that, you know, all your life, you know, that... I don't know. A pancake is a turtle. It <laughs> swims in the water. All your life you were told that, right? And then you finally find out someday that a pancake is made out of flour and and whatever, some, and, um, some milk, and and that uh, you put syrup on it and some uh, butter, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and then a turtle is something completely different. I mean, it's that equivalent, of pretty much. I mean, we're talking about it's beyond apples and oranges. It's everything about the heliocentric model is a lie, and every other lie is based upon that. So, if you believe in the heliocentric, once you realize that's a lie, then every everything else crumbles. And uh, so, if everyone's, you know, a lot of these folks are eager about exposing the other lies, but they just can't accept the one, the big lie that everything hinges upon. And, and uh, See, the part of the problem is, too, though, is that um, we don't have the definitive answer about what this world looks like in its entirety because God hasn't, in his wisdom, is not going to give us that answer, in my opinion, because knowing man, man would take credit for that. We would take credit if we truly do the true dimension, size, and everything about the world. We would take credit for that. And the demons, the, the fallen ones, the one-third that are here, would want nothing more than find a way to get back to the third he heaven. That's what they really want, right? And so they would use man to do that. <laughs> and I don't think God's going to give us that answer. You know, if that makes any sense. There is an answer. Totally but that makes sense. But God's not going to give it to us. So um, we can speculate all we want, and we can use all sorts of our own sorcery and magic to try to con ourselves into thinking that we have all the answers, but we don't. But what we do know is, at least our neck of the woods, our our realm, this realm of our existence, it's pretty darn flat. Uh, you know, I know for certain, uh, like Rick Hummer and others, We've known for a long time, but no one ever explained to us. We never knew about uh, the mathematics 
uh, for the curvature, because no one ever taught us that until the flat Earth movement got was re reinvigorated, which I I believe uh, Rome was behind it as well. This new movement, I really do. I think it's part of the side ops in its own right uh, to kind of divide and conquer. But God's going to use that as well to to, to reveal His truths um, that the Earth. Yeah, the, the backfire is going to be, you know, that although Rome's going to say, hey, yeah, it's a geocentric model and all this other stuff, the problem is uh, many of us are starting to put the pieces together and realize that, you know, as all roads do lead to Rome, that, that they, were lie, they lie to us about everything, so there's actually no reason for us to trust them about anything. So we're just going to put our faith into Jesus, and that's it, which is not what they wanted. <laughs> it's not the ones they were looking for. So they were trying to, you know, get ahead of the game because I believe they they realized with the internet and all that that um, people were going to start asking deeper questions when they started realizing that they couldn't. There was no answers through politics and religion and things of man. You know what I mean? And eventually, this whole thing about uh, NASA was going to blow up. They knew this. They knew this. That the lies out of NASA were going to come to the forefront, anyways. And then people are going to actually start asking questions about what does the Earth look like, and then it was going to lead into what, you know, back to the different models: the flat Earth model, geocentric model, heliocentric model, and it's going to lead back to the uh, practitioners of the dark magic, that being of the, the different priest crafts of uh, Rome, and their responsibility behind all this de- deception and confusion, and. Um, and that the fingers are going to be pointed back at them, you know. They know this, so they're trying to they try to get ahead of the game. It's quite obvious. I mean, you got that movie that came out right at the same time as uh, Debay and um, and uh, all Boylan and um, and others. Oh yeah, Mark Sargent, and uh, so they're trying to capture all the different angles. But the one thing they did. They weren't willing to get the capture was the, uh, I guess the Christian element of it because they didn't really, you know, obviously didn't want that. Right. So, and it is what it is. I don't know where it's going to go and all that. It's, the truth is the Earth is flat, but we don't know much more than that. That's the honest truth. We don't know what's going on beyond a certain point and how it's all working. You know, we just don't. The average person doesn't. So. But it's what's important about it is the fact that the Eosanser model is lying. There is no aliens coming to save you. Uh, there's going to be no alien invasion. If there isn't some kind of uh, fake alien invasion, you know it's going to be Satan's going to be behind it. Uh, it's going to be demonic uh, man, uh, man. You know, evil men are going to be behind it. It's not going to be at all what they're trying to present. And then, then it comes back to what we're talking about, too, and what I'm capturing on film, and what I just seen, what these entities actually can do, you know. And when I, you know, I'm asking God, I'm like, you know, what I saw, was that like a demonic entities or entities, that, that, were they doing it out of anger, frustration, because I've been praying for your, uh, for your protection, not only for me, but for my neighborhood, my whole town. This in or this is frustration in their part, so they're just like doing what they the only thing they can do, which is basically right now is just tear up the trees because it's um, 
or was was there a, like a spiritual battle going on that we couldn't see in which because uh, I was calling down his, his his angelic beings and with their fiery swords to beat the snot out of these things. It, was that going? Was that what's going on? So, you know, I don't know what's going on. So I'm asking for that answer, and I gotta, you know, just um, it, it's gonna be real cold for the next couple of days. So it's it's a good time to just focus on prayer and do a little bit of fasting and and all sort of things. Maybe for even for his, but my son's mom, because I got a feeling for her is going to have to be just like the Bible says, a lot of prayer and fasting to make this thing happen. Which is the thing I haven't done. I haven't fasted for her or anybody, for that matter. So maybe I got to toughen up and do it. You know what I mean? Which I haven't done. So maybe that's what God's saying. So who knows? I'm going to try it. I shouldn't, well, be, my, I, should, I, I shouldn't be advertising this at all because I'm, I'm just asking for trouble by advertising <laughs> this. You know. Well, how's everything else going? How's your other issue going where you were? You were quitting something last week and going through some hard times with that. Oh, I, I got five days and then I got crushed. I got crushed. <laughs> I guess I started smoking again. So. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, we'll, cut that, <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Let me push it out. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, it's what it is. I'm, no, you I know, don't. I'm a fool. Well, I shouldn't even brought up. That's no, the problem. It, 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 no, it's it's my fault. It's it's nobody else's fault. You know, I just was under so much pressure. It's like ah, I gotta have a cigarette, and it's like back at it. So, anyways, it's I still got a lot of prayer. Still praying a lot. Uh, you know, pray for the you know. Hey, you I, went five days, buddy. I know I did. The, no, that's, that's great. That's great. That's kind of fast right there. Oh, I know, and it's part of my fast. I know for me, probably that is the fast for me. It's just exactly. Maybe that is the fast for me in my state of being. So, I mean, it's it is. I am what I am, man. I'm a fallen man that's got a lot of garbage to come out. So, I wish I was something better. And if everybody hears this, if I did record it, I'm sorry. I wish I was something better. I really do. I wish I was just great, but, you know, serving a God. But, you know, he, he's used, well, he's using me. I'm, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> Anyways, how about you? What's going on with you? <laughs> well, I can't top that, buddy. You know, I same as same, same same old thing. Spiritual attacks, hard to uh, get a hold of you. But that's about it. Problems with the uh, electronics, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of people that have been interacting with me have been having spiritual attacks. I've noticed that just about everybody's claiming that, so... I, I guess, you know, the the person I was talking to earlier is just going to be somebody who actually, I don't know if he inspired me, no, excuse me, I don't know if I inspired him to start a new channel or not, or or what, but um, he started one, I think I did, I don't know, we'll talk more about that, uh, maybe I misunderstood him, but if I did inspire him, God help him, uh, <laughs> uh which is good, you know what I mean? It's it's good that he's done, but he's uh, another brother in Christ, and he started a new channel. 
and um, he's, he's we're supposed to do a show on Saturday, and um, yeah, so and he is talking, you know, I was sharing with him, so like you know, all oh, the guys, you know, the the brothers in Christ that I mentioned in the past couple of weeks, that seems like anybody I talk to ends, ends up having spiritual attacks of late. Um, and he says, well, you know, Mike, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you're on the right direction. I mean, that's the reason why everyone's having spiritual attacks because Satan knows you're, you're onto something. So yeah, that could be, just could be, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I know I'm onto something. I just, I just hope God, that God is, is, you know, may God be on our side, right? That's the thing. Sometimes I, I wonder if, uh, if I'm really helping the body of Christ or not, you know, by revealing this stuff. I have to constantly be in prayer about it because, I mean, we're dealing with really dark. I've really, really, it can't get much darker, you know what I mean? We're dealing with demons, so it can't much be much darker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't get much darker. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, um, what does it say here? It says, no, first John there, what does it say? What are you looking for? I can help you. Um... Looking for a certain verse, or? Well, let me back one. This is, uh, ye are of God, little little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And they are the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. We are of God. And he that knoweth God heareth us. And he that knows not God heareth not us. Hereby know that we, the spirit of truth, the spirit of error. Uh, what, what is that noise, man? Which, what you the background noise is, wow, wow. It's real loud. Your side? No. You buy the like laundry machine or? <laughs> no. Did it just start? Yeah, it's like by the air conditioner or a heater or fan. Nope. Hold on. Let's see what's going on here. Anyways, uh, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So we're pleased that Jesus is Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him is begotten of love. Him also is begotten of him. And this is the love of God that keeps the commandments, and commandments are not grievous. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, and even our faith. And that who is he that overcometh the world but 
he that believeth in Jesus is the Son of God. So yeah, it's it's been an interesting ride. It's been one of those things. One of those things. How's the sound coming through now, Mike? It's all right. I mean, there's I don't know if the hum the humming's from, but who knows? I shut off everything. Hmm. Hey, it's just electrical thing. I don't know. Is it plugged in? That they got, got plugged in to get charged. Is that what you're doing? No. Yeah. No. No, I don't have anything plugged in. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm nothing. I don't know. Plugged in. There's a I mean, there's some kind of there's some kind of hum going on. So. Yeah, so what's going on with your with your YouTube channel? What's what's happening with that? Well, basically nothing. I uh <laughs> since I <laughs> since I talked to you last week, um <clears throat> I was in a snowstorm for like three days. Well it's a good thing it's a good thing you got somebody rescued you there. It was like thirty below, was it? Yes, thirty eight below was the actual or the real field, I guess they call it. Did your car break down or something like that? What happened there? Oh, it was a work work vehicle that broke down. Yeah, Jeez, there was awful. a lot of vehicles broke down. You know, oh, I bet. That it was just full. I mean, miles of it. It's too cold, man, even to be working. What do you, oh, of course, you guys are in, in that part of the country. It's uh, not surprising you guys make you guys work in that kind of weather. But where I live, it was that cold. Everything would be shut down. That's just too cold. You got that right, man. Anyway, that was uh, that all happened. I think it was the maybe it was two days. I can't remember exactly what day that was. I think it was two days after I interviewed you last. And during that interview, um, only time ever that you know my Skype sounded just horrible. Oh, and I had a right? horrible, horrible noise in my you know my ear. Whenever you talked or whenever I talked, there was static. Oh, it was horrible. It was. Uh, well, it was. It definitely your your recording was bad. I didn't hear it on my end, and I know the recording. And if you listen to the recording from the talk show, it sounded good. Did you listen to it? No, I listened to it on your YouTube channel. Uh, you right. sent it to me, uh, and I tried to download it, and I couldn't. Really. Yeah, so all I, the only thing I could do is follow you, the link. Did you use online video converter? May, uh, uh, I'll talk to you about later. We can. Because, yeah, I had a lot of issues last week. I mean, I couldn't. Even posting what I recorded took just about three hours, and then I had to uh, go back to work. So as soon as That's we uh, got off the. Oh, go ahead. Anyway, I'm just saying I had a lot of problems <laughs> this last week. So, no, everything's fixed now, so I'm doing great. I can't complain. But it did take me out of the, everything for about a week. Oh, yeah, you were also uh, using, like, a slideshow, too, weren't you? So that takes a little bit of time to, to record all that stuff, too. So I was having a lot of technical difficulties, you know, with my... Uh, computer so everything was slow so that's the only thing i could do that you're i could using get that, to work. 
Were you the movie maker that? Uh, yeah. I movie maker. Yeah, that's it. That's, I only use that if I can do really short stuff. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I just use it. Yeah, really I know. Well, I recently bought a new computer, but I don't have. I just use free software pretty much for everything. So. Yeah, same here. It just takes too much uh, uh, hard hardware, you know. Oh, to, definitely. Uh, to do anything, uh, so. And anyways, I mean, I could do an hour-long video of. Headless demons, but I think it's just wouldn't be healthy for any human being to watch it <laughs> for that long. No. So I think five no, minutes, you know, ten minutes max is enough for what I show. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, that last video you did, the hairy ones, I think it was called. I think oh, yeah, that, yeah. That was awesome, yeah. man. That was really good. Thanks, man. You did a really well, good know, job on that one. I mean, no, that's perfect. That's a perfect uh, video. It's short and sweet, and it's to the point. And you brought out a lot of stuff I don't think a lot of people know about. They should watch that for sure. Yeah, well, it got the mid rash, which is not God. You know, it's not anybody that like we as Christians would say, you know, scripture. But uh, as far as the Jewish, they would the community would consider it, you know, their holy writings. But it's with the. And then there's the book of Isaac, and there's other people. You know, people would argue one way or the other. But a lot of people feel that the satars, that's what it really means, that they were talking about some kind of hairy beings, hairy ones, whether they the, look like goats or whatever, or half man, whatever. Whatever you want to say, I, I really don't care. It's demonic in nature. The thing of the matter is, is that we have thousands of years of that documentation throughout the world of different cultures saying the same thing. And now we got the technology to pretty much override a lot of whatever anybody says. So, you know, and, and, and you know, so until somebody produces some baby Bigfoots and a family of Bigfoot and you know what I mean? And all the things that nature, uh, Animals and ecology in the environment produce. We're dealing with demons. I mean, it's just common sense at this point. <laughs> but most people still want to believe the fantasy or under that the witchcraft, the sorcery, uh, these things being, or want they just want to believe. You know what I mean? You know, deep downside, I would like. You know, would I like there to still be some kind of creature like that? Kind of, but kind of not. And, and here's the other thing, is that the whole argument is that somehow we share um, our dominion, because, man, this is, we have dominion over all this. And, and what the argument is, is that we share dominion with these things, right? And that's not the case. It's not what the Word of God says. It's not what God says. But there's something out there that says that they want, that they have that right. Although you don't have that right, and that's the fallen ones, right? They want the you know mankind to believe that, but they don't have that right to have dominion. Although they're here and they're wreaking havoc on us and causing problems, but they don't have the right to have dominion over this place. God gave that right to man. So that's the point. 
in the, a big point in the whole thing, too. So That's what I say. I don't know how you feel about that, but... No, you sound pretty good. I mean, that that's pretty much sums it up. I mean, everything's these, a deception. That's, that's just what's I, going on. And I bet you anything that these demonic entities and uh, are the ones that probably inspired the Jesuit priests and, and Jesuit-influenced people and the priests, you know, like uh, Copernicus and et cetera, to make up these things, you know what I mean? These stories that turn into the heliocentric model. And they'll try to tell you that they all people have always, you know, it's always been people who believe that Earth to be a ball. Well, this all came out of Rome, first of all, that we know of. And, um, well, you know, Rome has always been known for its worshiping of it's demons. It's gods. So, I mean, it's not exactly a great source for information, I would say. A reliable information of the truth. And so, I, I, I wouldn't put too much weight into the history, our history, if it's coming from Rome. Just wouldn't. These are the same people, by the way, that crushed everybody else's history and burnt it or put it buried in the catamount combs under Rome. So, I mean, <laughs> what do we do with that? You know, you know, it's, I wouldn't put too much faith in any of it. As far as history. And, um, I put my faith in Jesus because of many different reasons. The word of God the Holy Ghost, experience, the power of the blood in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, if you really want to know, uh, and I mean, you really want to have some faith in Jesus, deliverance is a big thing, you know, get involved in that. And I haven't really gotten involved with him that much in deliverance, but just only in my own personal life and defense against demonic entities attacking my own home or defending myself while doing research of these things. So, I mean, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I, I haven't, uh, I imagine there could be a, still a, a legion of demons in me, man. That's the reason why I can't stop smoking. So I got to find maybe some people are willing to fight the good fight with me. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe, you know, I don't know where they're at yet, but I got to try to find some. That aren't, you know, I don't know where they're at. I'm not sure yet. Now, I know of people that are in the charismatic movement, but they're just not, they're not, I don't know. There's something not right about them. So. <laughs> in other words, I, I, I just got to, uh, maybe I'm wrong about me. I just been judgmental about it. I don't know. I mean, how do you determine if they're, if they're the right people? You know what I mean? I mean, the ones that's that I'm, the question. You know, do you just let everyone lay their hands on you until somebody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might not be a good idea. 
No, I don't think so. I mean, the one last guy I did let that happen to, to me, he's like, well, I don't think you have the Holy Ghost because I wouldn't so then start speaking in tongues. Although I did speak in tongues a little bit for about when I rebuked that demon when it was four in the morning a couple of weeks ago, the same time where my neighbor Steer saw it. I think I saw that same thing that he was talking about yesterday uh, across the, the railroad tracks. I saw a dark figure. I'm hoping it was just, it was just a neighbor. But the way it was going pacing back and forth, yeah, I didn't act like it was human. Anyways, I blessed the home today again. So, uh, Keep at it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of prayers and blessing the home. and You know, uh, what I saw, it didn't act like a normal, it looked like like demonic Bigfoot type creature. There's other side of the rail tracks in the neighbor's yard. So, but uh, it's one of those experiences. Like it's after the fact that you register. Like you're looking at, is that a person? Nah, that can't be. It's like because every time you see one of these things, it's something different every time. It's, they always, everyone looks different. It's never the same. And um, this one's really dark, tall, skinny figure. And this is probably something similar to what my neighbor saw. But anyways, what's my point in all this? Where's I getting at? Where's, where's I getting at? Things are bad. Maybe that's <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> just emphasizing. But, you know, these these entities are everywhere, so. And, you know, this, here's another thing, too, is, you know, my, my be bringing this all this stuff up, it might causing people problems by bringing it up. Because I'm hearing from other people say, you know, and I'm starting to see these things that they weren't seeing before I brought it up. That's disturbing on, on its own right. Am I waking people up in a positive way? Am I cursing people? Am I causing a problem? And I'm like, God, what am I doing? And other people are saying, you got the gift of discernment, of discerning spirits. And I'm like, well, this is, uh, you know, God, what am, what am I doing here, God? You know what I mean? Because um, you know, because my 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 belief is that, I mean, what I know is that these these are demonic entities. That people are getting themselves in trouble by getting involved in all this stuff, whether it's whatever it is, if it's from the uh, benign, you know, uh, things of just being a Bigfoot researcher, right? You're going to get yourself involved in it and in this witchcraft and not even realize it. To all the other forms, to the fact that if, you know, if you're a Christian and you're surrounded by these things, that people are going to be practicing their witchcraft ad, uh, against you just for the fun of it on their part. Thinking nothing of it on their own end. I mean, this is the reality of things, folks. Uh, uh, demons are real. The, dem- the, the channeling of these demons is real. And that these things influence people's lives and our own lives and you know um 
So, yeah. I wish God would just like say, Mike, you're doing the right thing. Just speak in my ear and say, Mike, you're just doing the right thing. Just keep it up. Now, I got brothers and sisters in Christ saying that, but I just wish God would say that. Hmm. <laughs> so I just feel good about what I'm doing. Well, Mike, I- uh, just to stop you real quick, you uh, at the beginning of our talk, you were talking about the flat earth. And you uh, were talking about how, you know, you were kind of at the forefront of the big movement. I mean, you kind of woke up to that early. Um, Now, after you woke up to it, after, you know, you looked into what people were saying, and then you uh, realized, (laughs) you know, how crazy you were before. Do you think that's what's going on now with you showing people what's really going on around them. And now they're seeing it too, but it's more like someone pointed out to them, you know, like, Hey, this is what's going on. You know, now people are saying, Hey, I now I see it. It's I true. What, I mean, I mean know, I'm just it, saying, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that you brought it out. I'm or I'm just saying you pointed out the elephant in the room and now everyone's like, well, there is an elephant in the room. Uh, yeah. and it's nasty. You know, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You're right about that. They've always been there and it's, it's, yeah, you you know, bring out, I mean, you just pointed out what was there already. Yeah, that, this is true, it's, but but there's also a side to it. So once you realize that, uh, they, they, just, they see it. This is what I keep trying to tell people. Once you know this, they know that you know it, and the game is on. And as, as I know it's a terrible way of saying that. It. It's not biblical or scriptural, but if the, but it's true on their end. They see it as the game is on. And if you if you're not willing to fall on your hands, your knees, and start crawling, crying out to God, and and working on having a relationship with Heavenly Father, and and believing on Jesus Christ and what He did, that He's your Savior, and believing on and putting your trust in the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, you're going to have a world of hurt. Now, this could turn into a real great blessing for you in the sense that now you're going to become more in tune with the, the spiritual realm around you, which is always was there, and God can use you now for good things, or you could be crushed. But what's going to happen, what I believe, what is so self-evident, I don't think it's even belief, self-evident, is the veil lifts... God's going to allow all this truth to be, oh, you know, it, it's all going to come out, whether people want to believe it or not. The earth is not, you know, people are going to finally realize that the heliocentric model is a lie. NASA is a lie. Everything that they told you about, oh, the, uh, you know, whether it's uh, this man-centered science is a lie. The whole thing about uh, evolution really is based on a bunch of lies. Uh, so many of the things that you, they told you were just lies, and the faith in man, uh, science, scientism, etc., was wrong for you to do. You can't put any of your faith in it. Uh, uh, a lot of your faith in uh, the, the medicine, we're going to, you know, people are going to finally find out it was wrong for us to do. Um, that we didn't put, you know, we should have been spending, you know, a couple hours a day minimum on our knees praying out to God. And and talking to God, and not to uh, not listening to the radio and to television, and not to listening to all the 
demonic voices out there. These I'm talking about these people, these DJs, these uh, talking heads that were barfing out what was presented to them from their editors and from their handlers and from their witches and sorcerers are telling them what to say. And so it's, it's all going to come out. This is all going to come out. And eventually this whole thing about the demonic realm is going to come out. And, and you know what? It's just it, people are not going to be able to hide from this. And so people are going to be forced to make a choice. Towards the end of this whole thing, you know, uh, who are you, whose side you're going to be on? And uh, I mean, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but it seems pretty clear to me. I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, brother. Am I wrong? Do you think I'm wrong? You sound to me like you're right. Right on. I mean, things are being revealed for a reason. And it's not that proof, being revealed, it's, right. it's not to prove that, ha-ha, I'm right and you're wrong. It's to prove that God is right and all the rest of us have been wrong. Man has been a lot, is full of lies, been a liar all along, as God said. We didn't put our faith in God. We, didn't put, we put our faith in men. And our heads are full of lies. If we don't put our faith in God and we don't bow down to God, we don't have any hope. In this world, and and you're certainly not going to end up in in his, you know life to come with him, you know, if you don't believe on on the name of Jesus Christ. So, Amen. And we're, God's going to give a man a taste of what real hell is like. And man, they're still going to take hell. They're still going to take it. That's the sad thing. People are still going to take it. Because their hearts are so hardened. And I guess they just were his to begin with. So I, I, I don't know what else to say, but it's, it's, I'm telling you folks, when you see these things for real life, and you see one come after you, or you uh, come after your son, uh, and it, you know, and it's it's not what you think. I mean, we're talking about the spiritual realm, and you see a floating head come after you. And you know what I mean? And uh, and he has a hideous face, and then you feel it. You feel the evil. You feel it rush at you and rush at you. And then you you rebuke it and all that, and you bind it, and you know, in the name of the blood of Jesus Christ. I mean, still, it happened. And uh, and then you you know, you go out your front porch, and you're seeing them. uh, Not only you're seeing in your in your 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 son's window, you take pictures of these things. They got a giant looking bird, a bug. I don't know what it's like a cross between a some kind of moth and a and a and a and a and an owl and it's the middle of winter and there's snow on the ground and you take a picture of it and you can see it and you see all these other things staring at you looking at you and then they're like transparent and you're like you know you're not going crazy and you end up taking pictures of them 
and most people have to take two or three looks before they actually see it. And then they first start seeing it, and they go, oh, yeah, I can start to see things. Now I can start to see things. You know, but it's, it, it's just, this is real. I mean, I'm not making any of this up. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want, you know, I don't want any of this attention at all. I want a different type of, you know, the attention I wanted was something completely <laughs> different. It's not this kind of attention, you know what I mean? And I don't want this kind of attention. So this is not what I want. And so. Uh, Nobody wants your attention you're getting, that's for sure. No. And there's, but it's real, folks. And if it's happening to me, it's going to be. It's got to be happening to other people all over the place. It's got all to over, all over. And I think that most people just either are too afraid to talk about it, want to forget about it, or um, don't just don't know who to turn to because it's just too crazy. Or maybe they already had a, a chance to talk about it. I don't know. But somebody's got to talk about it because uh, these things are real. So. And, I, and they are ramping up. They're ramping up. It's getting more and more every day. I, I mean, if you, I have to get over there and take those pictures, but I'm not quite ready. Uh, I'm not ready for the next tech, if that makes any sense. And so, uh, uh, but I do have to get over there and take this picture. Of these, the trees all along the creek are just like, like a tornado went through. Like something huge just decided to tear up all the trees. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking too. When I drove by, I'm like you got to be kidding me. Does anybody else see this? Is anybody else reporting this? Is it on the news? What's going on here? Why didn't somebody say anything about this? And most people probably say, "Oh, that must be," because most people drive by every day, and don't even pay attention, right? They're too busy, you know. It's a uh, get off the, the off ramp, and they're just too busy probably getting on the highway to even think. But it's there, and I mean. I think and I'm looking at it only because I saw the X structure, and I wouldn't even be looking that way. The only reason I looked at it was because of the X structure, and most people wouldn't even think of that, right? So, so that's my thing, and and then there's you know the family thing, and then it's like, what's going on, you know? And is this is is it inspired of God? What He's saying to me, or is it not? And Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I just don't like the cryptid, the cryptid thing because I know that there's other things that I talk about that he doesn't like that he thinks is wrong or doesn't agree with that, that interferes with, quote, unquote, my ministry, which I never said I had a ministry. You know what I mean? <laughs> my ministry is just to tell the truth. <laughs> just whatever goes you know what I mean? If it talked about flat earth, it talked about flat earth. It's talking about demons, we're talking about demons, talk about Jesus, talk about Jesus. We're talking about the fact that, you know, you know, Christmas, you know, really doesn't go with being a Christian, really. It's, it's Catholic. Or, you know, the Eucharist, you know, if it's really not really in line with what Jesus taught. I mean, more tradition than it is. I don't know. How do you feel about the Eucharist? I mean, to me, it's it's not going to save you. I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine as long as you realize you're not getting saved by that. That's tradition. Uh, if you want to use it as remembrance uh, of what Christ did for you, but you know what? I know because the Spirit of God, even this sinner, if all of my flaws, 
there's enough of the Spirit of God in me on a daily basis. I know that God died on the cross for me. He paid for my sins. I know what he did. On a day. The Spirit reminds me on a daily basis. I don't need to do that. And no, no man-made ritual can save me. That the only thing that can save me is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit. That's the only thing. If that doesn't happen, I can have take the Eucharist a gazillion times. And you know what? I'm still going to hell for that if I'm not baptized by the Holy Spirit. Jesus told us that. That's his own words. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So what, is it, what does it mean to you, to Eucharist? I mean, you pretty much said everything. Um, you know, anything with the, uh, you know, anything man-made, you know, paganism, anything of this world, I mean, it just doesn't agree, you know, anything doesn't agree with the Bible, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we go back There's no reason to mess with it. I'm just saying, that's how I feel about pretty much everything right now, so. Right, you know, and, and I know a lot of Protestant churches. They like maybe once a month they they'd have the last they do the Last Supper, the remembrance, and they do the bread and the water and the wine in remembrance. That's what Jesus said to do. It's in remembrance of what he he told the the apostles. This is a remembrance of what he is about to do. What he's going to do for the whole world. He's going to pay for the sins of all mankind. And that is the most important event, the most amazing thing that was ever going to happen in the world. The most greatest thing, the greatest gift that mankind was ever going to receive. And that's why we remember it. But the Holy Ghost should put that in your heart on a daily basis. You should remember this. Eventually, the Spirit is going to dwell in you so much that you're going to realize what a sinner you are. How about a damnable creature you are? how much you need Jesus. And without Jesus and what he did on the cross, you have no hope. You are going to hell without Jesus. You know this. The Spirit's telling you this. There's zero hope for you. And you're going to spend all eternity with these these demons and these fallen angels. And do you really want that? Now, I can make course, some of these things are going to be in the abyss and they're going to have different kind of whatever their prison is. But a lot of these things are going to be there with you to torment you for the rest of your lives. Now, people don't want to hear about the hell, but that's the way it is. And Jesus taught about hell. Now, whether you want to believe in that or not, I understand why people don't want to believe in that. But Jesus taught that. He taught that for a reason, because there is a hell. And that's when he died on the cross, so you wouldn't go to hell. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, that's how urgent this message is. It's really that urgent. It's not a matter of religious belief and whether or not, well, maybe I don't like him. Maybe he's a good prophet. Maybe he's a good man. <laughs> he's God, and you only had one hope, and that's it. And that's Jesus, and you're going to put all your, your hope in him. You You know, you need to be saved by him. There's no other hope. I don't know. Why don't you do some preaching, bro? Tell us what you think. <laughs> Man, you're doing good. I don't want to interrupt you, buddy. I mean, because that's, that's it. I mean, 
There is, that really is a message, man. That's everything. I mean, when you see these things, you see what they're doing, but I see what they're doing. That's what makes me, makes me more concerned about anything. It's like, I, and I see these people messing around with this stuff, and I see witches and warlocks messing with this stuff. These people don't realize they're going to they're they're going to spend eternity with these things, and right now they think they're 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 in control of these things, but these things are buffaloing them. These demons are actually the ones that control them, and they're going to go straight to hell with these things. And they're going to be tormented for all eternity by these things. These things are going to turn ugly. Their spiritual colors are going to show. And I just am so concerned about. I'm concerned about what's happening. Uh, maybe I'm just really stupid. <laughs> you're not stupid, hey. No, because you know, you know, because because you know, <laughs> maybe there's other people out there that really know what's going on, and I'm just now waking up to it, and they just know it's. But look, it's it's really really concerning to me because I know. I know the dire nature of the situation from seeing these things. This is no joke. And religion is not going to help you. Your religious practices aren't going to help you. Your religious beliefs aren't going to help you. All the money in the world is not going to help you. Your, your status and position is not going to help you. All the under bunk underground bunkers aren't going to help you. All the bombs aren't going to help you. You know, it doesn't matter if you don't have Christ. If you're not, if you're not, not baptized, you know, by the Holy Ghost. Uh, I, you know, what's the saying? It is baptized wire, and then it's baptized with the Spirit. If you're not baptized with the Spirit, you have a you're, an eternity. By the way, folks, this is it's it's a very it's 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 a simple, but it requires a humility, as you said, to be as a child and just to shut up and do it. Stop acting like you know what you know you know anything because you really don't know diddly squat. Even if you have, I know people with two ph two PhDs that don't know anything. They know a lot about the systems of this world. Oh, they know a lot about what Gloria Steiner says and about, you know, how to, you know, abortions and women rights and all that kind of stuff and to make a whole bunch of women be possessed with Jezebel spirits. But you know what? They don't know anything about the world. And if that woman doesn't find Jesus, she's going to go to hell. And none of it's going to matter. Zero. Not a thing. None of it's going to matter. Her whole life means nothing. Zero. If President Trump doesn't know Jesus and isn't baptized by the Spirit, his life means nothing. Zero. Nada. That's the situation, folks. That's how bad it is. 
So all your idols out there, I wouldn't be idolizing. I wouldn't be putting them up in a pedestal. I wouldn't be going, wow, you know, I, you know, you know, Trump's going to be the solution. Because you know what I mean, and <laughs> you might be part. God might use them as part of the solution, maybe. But there's only one solution. It's Jesus. And people, they don't like that. But that simple solution, you got to remember, God, he's God, folks. He created everything, created you. And therefore, through him, all the solutions are. All the answers are through him. It's as simple as that. I know, I know it's hard to believe. It was hard for me to believe for the first 45 years. I did not want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it because I wanted to be in my sin. I wanted to fornicate and commit adultery, and I liked pretty women and their, and their firm bodies and everything else that came along with it. But in the end, what did I get out of it? Nothing. I wasted all that time if I just would have you know, said, hey, God, if I just would have submitted. There's a couple times probably in that, in that time period I could have, but, you know, uh, I couldn't do it. You know, I was willing to do it. Well, by the grace of God, go I. I can say that much. So, anyways, I've been talking all this time, and you haven't said a thing. <laughs> Mike, you're rolling. I don't want to stop you. Well, it, let's stop. You say something. You roll some a little bit, bro. <laughs> well, I, I was going to ask you. I mean, there was a few things I wanted to bring up. Just. You know, just get your opinion on. Um, you know, looking through some of your old uh, YouTube videos, Mike, you have some on, uh, you know, uh, I guess they call it Mud Fossil. you familiar with yeah. Mud Fossil? Yeah, oh, I, I've actually talked to him. In fact, he wouldn't, He rejected me, the guy that's the Mud Fossil. What do you mean? He, he rejected the interview or what? He rejected me because of, uh, uh, although I didn't admit to... Being a flat earther, uh, he but because of that, he said you he can't. Yeah, believe I know. I, I can't believe you. You believe in that stuff, and he just he just ripped me a new butt here. Really? Of course, he, did, he didn't oh, defend. Man. He didn't defend us, and he hits the heliocentric model or anything. Nobody just, can. Nobody can defend. I know. It. I know he can't. But he was just. <laughs> no, I hear it, you. Just, no, I got He you. just called me stupid and all this stuff. Oh wow! Wow! No, I didn't. Wow! <laughs> it was on the phone, and I was like, he, I gave him my phone number. And he called me. I was like, well, yeah. And I, and I just, you know, I just said, listen. I mean, I have. I my personal feeling is that everyone has a right to their opinion, and that uh, right. You know, I, you could prove to me that the heliocentric model actually is real. Then do it. I'm waiting for it. I'm still waiting for someone to do it. I mean, if someone would prove to me that it's real, I'll accept it. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, it would make my life, everybody's life, a lot easier. I mean, who wants to be the quote unquote rebel doesn't necessarily make anybody's life easier to say hey I'm a flat earther I mean, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean yeah I do unfortunately you know <laughs> so what is your what do you think about that mud fossil I mean not yeah just not not him in particular but 
you know, about basically the giants, you know, the, the mountains, the Well, I mean, the know, possibility of it, anyway. Okay, so from the uh, the Patterson film and the size of the entities that I found in the Patterson film, mm-hmm. some of them being bigger than the trees, so we're talking 40, 50 feet. Right on. Feet. And then I look at these entities that we're finding, uh, and I don't, know, I don't think that all of them are legit, but we're finding some, you know, that potentially the size of mountains that look like they could have been, been you know giants yeah, we're talking about the the titans uh could they and um why couldn't they have been that big i don't believe that necessarily uh la marzuli and those guys are necessarily going down the right path when it comes to the actual nephilim i think it could be a byproduct of the nephilim could be a creation of the nephilim. That could be the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I definitely believe it. I believe all, uh, you know, not just Marzulli, but Quail and maybe even Tom Horn and a couple others. I shouldn't even say their names. But I just think uh, a lot of them are, you know, being misled down the wrong path on a lot of things. That's what I believe Sorry. but so I, I think that these these things were a lot bigger. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I'm, I just had, you know, I just... The, the danger is with AI and the ability that they have now to manipulate things, uh, computers. Um, uh, yeah, we're, people are finding these things, but um, which which are. <laughs> It's becoming more and more uh, difficult for you and I, the average person, to say what is something that was computer-generated and what is actually something that they found. Now, I found one, of all things, in a brochure. In a, in a, now, I don't know if it's, it's computer-generated or not, but I'm, I'm thinking it's not, of one in Switzerland that no one's talking about that looks like it's a fossil. Um, mud fossil of a giant. And so, um, is this yeah, a so, mountain? Is this a mountain? Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, I believe that these things must have been huge, and they must have had all sorts of like huge things back then. And and uh, you know, and 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 the humans probably were huge too. You know, what they were saying, you know, is the Neanderthals and all that probably were us were our ancestors and they just lived longer and grew longer and bigger and had bigger ridge, brow ridges and everything else because they just lived longer and had better environment and everything else as they say, you know, I, I'm now that makes sense to me based on the Bible and the history of things because there's, there's overwhelming evidence that there was a flood worldwide flood not a global flood a worldwide flood and if it was a if it's a plane and we did live in some kind of uh oh what what, what uh Skyba says you know we lived in a snow globe kind of situation it'd be very easy to flood it now wouldn't it 
<laughs> they absolutely would be. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, so I no, don't, I can I can I say for for certain that that's what it is? I I can't because God hasn't given us enough details. I don't think He has given man enough details to know for certain the entirety of what our world looks like. Oh, He's just given us enough enough to know so that when this time I guess came when. NASA would show up and the heliocentric model would show up that we would have enough ammunition to know that when we were being lied to. That makes sense. And I don't know if he's going to let us have any more information than that. I just don't know. He does not reveal to us anything. I mean, the book of Enoch, I guess the first book, they say is probably the most reliable that we have as far as maybe um, of what might this world look like from what Anik has said and what's been written. But I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Because even when you read it and I've, or listen to it, it's like, okay, it's pretty wild what he's talking about. And he's talking about mountains and it was a mountain of gold and mountain of silver and this and that. Like, it I, is I, the I, most I, wild book. <laughs> it is wild. I mean, it, it, it is goes, way out there. Way out it, there. It, it is. But, you know, the thing is about the firmament, you know, this is the thing. It's, I come to the conclusion that the firmament is what God says. You know, it divides the water from the waters. And that's the reason why it's blue up there. It's because there's water up there. It's what makes the most sense to me. And a lot of people, that's where people would really draw the line. It's water up there, but... Uh, it sure looks like water to me. I mean, it's like yeah. looking in the ocean. Exactly. Hey, you look at a lot of these things where, um, whether it's Venus or all these other uh, quote-unquote planets, and you see the uh, waves that are going on, you say, well, what could possibly be? Could that be the waves of you know, the other side. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, these things are supposed to be fixed in the firmament, too. So, I don't know. You know, what are the waves part? There's, there's just, the more and more you research this stuff, especially talking about cosmology and the, uh, how things are all laid out as far as the stars, you just, you can't, Tell me that there um anything what uh the official narrative is. You have to go back to the Bible and then once you start looking uh, what other people are capturing, the amateurs, you know, the folks using stuff like the P ninety camera and etc. Uh, they're capturing what looks to me like sentient beings, entities. Same same things we're capturing down here in the orbs. So what now? Now what are you going to do? I mean, am I dealing with, are we dealing with sorcery of some sort? Is it some kind of deception by the the fallen ones? Or are we actually looking at um, uh, the, two, the two-thirds of the, the, the uh, angelic beings that, that, that kept, you know, were obedient to God and kept their, their state? Um I, to me, it's 
the latter, that that's exactly what we're looking at, that these are angelic beings, and these aren't get balls of gas, and these are the angelic beings, and um, they kept their first estate, and these angelic beings come in many different shapes and sizes, and they don't look anything like what Rome and others try to portray it as. I mean, it's just the way it is, folks. We're coming to... We're coming to a head with the information and the technology that God allowed us to have to the truth of a lot of things. And many people aren't going to accept it because of what the consequences are. The consequences are is that we've been lied to, flat out lied to, by demon-possessed and demonized men and their their religion of scientism and man made a man centered religion, and that the Bible is true, and that uh, God didn't lie. That there is a God. That means we're all accountable. Every single one of us, and that we're all sinners, and that we've got and and there is no man made solution to any of this, to any of it. And so it comes down to, you know, and a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you're saying this stuff is because you're from a Western culture. No, because I looked in, enough into the West, Eastern cultures know that they don't have the answer to anything. They don't have a solution to it, to the problems of man, the sin nature of man. They, they don't. Prisons don't have the answer to it. The legal system doesn't have an answer to it. The educational system doesn't have an answer to it. Man's, the, the drugs, the, the pharmacia doesn't have an answer to it. There's no other answer. I've come to this conclusion uh, the hard way through a, a whole bunch of trial and error and, and a whole bunch of uh, suffering and pain to get to this point. You know, and I can tell you and reassure you that there's no answer in the world. There's nothing. There's nothing out there. There's no answer. Everything, everything out there in the world is a dead end, literally. I, I know so many guys who are dead from so many different things of the world because all it does is crush you, crush your soul. You just become a lying bag of, well... A perversion and lie, you know. You're just you're you're just uh, a, a giant con artist. You lie to your wife as you cheat on her. You lie to your employees as you cheat on them. You lie to your boss as you cheat on him. You lie to your friends as you cheat on them. It's all the same. It's all the same. You can't help it. No matter how good you think you are, you're not. You know you're wicked. Without Jesus, you'll kill, steal, lie, destroy, you do everything. Even with Jesus, you know you're that capacity. Well, I, let me rephrase it. There's actually with Jesus, you have, you're not going to do any of that. With Jesus, you're not going to. You're, you're going to. If you do do that, you're going to feel such guilt that you won't do it again. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got that right, Mike. You have guilt. 
guilt will the guilt of Christ is a dot different than your own personal guilt. See, guilt of Christ doesn't make you want to kill yourself or make you want to commit suicide. It's just a different type of guilt. It's a righteous guilt that just you know, like it's a guilt of of Christ, where you know that you're you're you're. It's like that of in the garden when Adam and Eve were of, of guilt. That shame is not wanting to God to see them, right? That type of guilt. It's a That's different right. type of guilt. It's not the same thing as when the devil's guilt, the world's guilt, which crushes you and makes you want to just, you know, there's no hope. Uh, then you find hope once again through the world, which usually comes through uh, another marriage, another woman. Uh, a job, another career, another delusion. And uh, for most people, uh, you know, it's a dead end solution. Uh, some people, that relationship stays and they last. But I know an awful lot of people who stay together anyways and they're miserable as all get out because they don't have God in it. Just the way it is, man. So, I don't know. Life, life looks like this show is about life according to Mike, huh? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it is. Well, Mike, where are we headed this year? Where? What's What's next on your agenda? What are What are you gonna do this year? What are you gonna expose? What are you gonna? Well, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. It's one day at a time. Whatever God wants. So, it's, you know, what, what What's What's our job to do? Our job is to serve Christ, expose the darkness, shine the light on the darkness. And, you know, give the world the answer, as much as they hate it. And, uh, you know, it, it, you know, accept the bruises, right? The cuts and the bruises, right? <laughs> That's part of it. You know what I mean? I, I don't so, know. I have no idea. I have no, I have but no you got idea. But you got any big interviews coming up? You got any one year on? It's on your radar? You can... Oh, other thing, I, I guess maybe uh, Shannon from Omega Man Radio is supposed to interview. I'm supposed to interview. Uh, you, know, you and I are supposed to do some kind of thing, like do this more often, right? Oh, absolutely. We're talking about, oh, you know, absolutely. Every week. Every yeah, week, buddy. But next time, you, you have to decide what we're going to do. So. <laughs> no, I will. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll put so, the pressure on you. Well, we both talk. have, you know, you had a pretty rough week. I did, too. Last week, my audio was not working. I'm just, I just thank God it is now. So, well, it's got, you know, if you're going to hang with me, bro, it's got to be a lot of spiritual attacks. So, be a lot more praying. I don't know how your prayer life is, but it's going to, it's both of us going to jack up. So, (laughs) this is the way it is. Because, you know, we're going to be talking about the enemy. We're going to be talking about exposing the enemy. We're going to be, uh, and the solution are is the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, and we're talking about things that people don't most, you know, the world um, is gone under the radar. You know what I mean? But they need to know. You know why? Why is it important to talk about the flat Earth? Because it's God's creation, and they made a mockery of it. It's God's word, right? And where does that lead us to? It all leads us to God, and the fact is of how significant you are and how significant this place is and 
how real the spiritual war is and how real your soul is and how important you are. Every single one of you who hear this and anybody who hears it in the future, how, it's, how important you are. You're more important than you imagine. And that's why they never talk about you. They'll talk about everything else, and they'll tell you how important the rainforest is and how important the panda bear is and how important all this other thing is. Well, they'll never tell you how important you are. But you are more important than all the... Uh, what does they'll say in the Bible, as Christ says, all the many sparrows? God knows how many hairs are on your head. God knows all about you. He knows all the things you're doing right now. God really does care about you. But because, you know, Satan has thrown everything in the kitchen sink at you, at your family, and that you you live in a truly a fallen world, uh, you don't know, you probably don't, most of you probably don't realize that, how truly important you are. And, uh, no matter what your circumstances are, that you're really that important. It doesn't matter how rich you are or how poor you are. You know, as far as how the world sees you, because the world is blind anyways. The blind things of this world, they don't really know what's going on. They're chasing after fairies and fantasies and fables that will, in the end, literally do turn to rust and dust and will mean nothing. And if, 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 I, if I'm right about what God's about, his judgment, what he's going to use these demonic entities, there's, there's not going to be much of a lot of this stuff. And people are going to think there are atomic bombs and all that. But I think God used these things. You know? But they're not atomic bombs. They're the these things. When you look at the World Trade Center and what really brought it down, was it these, uh, these these energy weapons, you know, or was it demons? I'm starting to think that principalities and demons were, were involved in all this. Now, that sounds really far-fetched, way beyond what people can accept. But you and I, we don't know the whole story and how these things can be used. But from what I've seen, what they just did to the forest in my own town, uh, I, I, I'm starting to think it's not that that, that incredible, actually. It, it actually isn't, Mike. You're right. You know that picture you know, of the Twin Towers burning with the, the face in the cloud? Do you remember that? Yeah. The demonic big face? Okay. And those planes, you know, uh, people saw planes, but how do you know they were really planes? Exactly. Yeah. Because you know when they when they hit the, the the towers, it's like it just didn't make any sense. A lot of people said it was they, they were computer generated and they were there was something else there that hit it. You know, some people said it was a rocket. Some people this and that. What if it was a demonic entity? What if it was that? Could be just that. And it was just a, an illusion. Because they can pretend. If they can mimic uh, flying saucers, why can't they mimic a plane? 
we got people who have taken photos and 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 uh, and film um, uh, video of them mimicking planes and then doing their chemtrails. Could it possibly be that maybe these people are right when they say that they're they're demons and not planes? Maybe they're right. I don't know, but I'm starting to think they are. Look at Babylon and look at all the other places in the Middle East. At one time, they were lush and beautiful places. We're talking just a few thousand years ago. After the flood. And now they're desert wastelands. What caused that? There was no polar shift. We know that. So what did do that? What caused North Africa to become a uh, the desertification of it? They were worshipping all sorts of horrendous demons with their obelisk and everything else. What do you think they were worshipping? What do you think is going to happen to this land with all its obelisk everywhere? What, what, what do you think is actually the future of this place? It is not good, man. Maybe they knew this all along, that this place was going to be. Uh, when they call it, you know, the new Egypt and some people call it uh, Babylon, that they were hoping that this is exactly what it would be. The new that Atlantis, the power, yeah. Yeah, but, or, but even something more than that, you know, they were, that the curses would all fall here and not when they're in Europe. Right. You know what I mean? If, you know, when everything hit, blank hit the fan, that it would all hit, come here, right? Right on. I, I mean, I don't know, but I do know one thing. There's no good that's going to happen in this place with all these obelisks. I mean, every mile from one end of, from basically uh, Lake Superior all the way to uh, the, the west coast of... Uh, They're uh, everywhere. They're yeah, absolutely yeah, everywhere. Yeah, obelisk. Yeah, every mile is marked by a obelisk. Asher Towers. Yeah. I that's I, what they call them in the Bible. Astra? Astra Tower? Or Astra Pole? Yeah, or, you know, Osiris' penis, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, isn't that a mockery of God? Isn't that it is, absolutely. Yeah, the Old Testament talks all about God hated those. So why did they put it up? Because this God is hated true. Them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, that's not funny, it's the truth. I mean, but, yeah. You know, nothing can tell to me that this country was founded by Christians. Now, there are no. Christians that, found, that were in it. And God used this country to, to spread Christianity, but it was found it was found by witches. The, the United States was just Washington D.C. It's just chock full of occultic symbology and architecture. It's not Christian architecture. Not one bit. No. That's what it's Catholic through and through, and where just all this, you know, wherever Catholic Catholicism is, all this what they call superstition, which really is witchcraft. You know, somebody was trying to say something about, um, which I, I ended up, you know, listen, folks, we hear this. If you're a witch, a sorcerer, if you're a Satanist or an atheist, and you come on my YouTube channel and you start saying stuff that's nonsense, I am going to block you. I'm just going to take you off. I, I'm not going to accept your, your nonsense. Okay? Just let you know. And someone tried to do that. And they were trying to say, oh, look at it. About, I think it was about the video that you said you liked. Um, uh, the one about oh, the Harry, Harry, yeah, the Harry ones, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Oh, look at it! It's, it's just like, oh, it's this reminds me of the Spanish Inquisition." And like, you do realize the Spanish Inquisition was really about 
the torture and elimination of Christians. It had nothing to do with the elimination of witches. It was witches working with witches, but working with witches to get rid of Christians. Exactly, it's always like that. Yeah, it's always been that way. And if there ever was ever a persecution of witches, it's only because certain group of witches crossed the line of their authority. Because the head of the honchos of witches are, you know, are in Rome. You can be a witch all you want as long as you don't cross the line. Once you cross the line, then they set their dogs on you. And this is how it is. So, anyways, so that's what the Spanish Inquisition was about. It was about elimination of Christians. Because the Bible-believing Protestants in that area... The, the, the Catholics and the Jesuits saw them as a threat. It wasn't the witches. They never once ever thought witches were a threat. They were always in bed together. Some of the best books of spells and witchcraft actually come from Catholic priests, folks. So give me a That's break. That's an about absolute this. truth. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an absolute truth. And, you know, Christians have always been the minority wherever they go. This country, you're lucky that one out of 100 people is a true Christian. There's a lot of people claim to be Christian, and they try to say 70% of this country is Christian. But if that were the case, things would be drastically different. One thing for certain would be something that, like, abortion would probably be uh, strongly limited for, for one reason. Uh, you know, if this... So, you know, they label if you're a Catholic, Eastern Orthodox, all these other, if you're a Mormon, Christian. There's so many groups that are not Christian that are labeled Christian. So there's very few Christians in reality. So this is just how it is. So, but Catholicism, by and by, is really just a form of witchcraft that they've been able to ensnare billions. Many of them are innocent uh, who, uh, who were never taught the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Folks. Oh, absolutely. Many of them are looking for the truth. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know. Well, all right, man. This is the way it goes. So, uh... That's true, man. So, so you don't really have any, uh, you know, I'm jumping all around again. What kind of I got I got a show an interview Saturday, but I'm not gonna. Oh, you do? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's 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 a, the, 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 a guy. He's got a new show, and I'm eh, not gonna advertise it too much, just because. You know, I mean, oh no, that's cool. And <clears throat> as far as when when uh, like is Shannon from Omega Man happens, I'm not gonna ever I'm not gonna advertise any of my interviews, only because it's just. Limitate, eliminate the potential for the amount of spiritual attacks. You know what I mean? This is something I learned. It's best just not to advertise these things. Although, you know, it'd be nice at times to have like 50 people in the chat room. But you know what? You know, half a dozen of them are going to cause trouble anyway. So it's probably best not to even let anybody know. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to get out. People are going to see it. It might take a while, brother. Might take a few months, 
and it might take a little while for like your show to grow, your your internet or your your YouTube channel to grow in, in the skies. But if you just have patience, you know, and just have patience, you know, maybe it's only Amen. five, three or five the first week, or maybe the first month. But then it slowly builds up, and then you know, now I'm up to nine hundred, and it's. But I've only been doing, you know, doing, you know, you know, ten months, and so it takes time. It just takes time for it, and you know, uh, you just don't, but don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Don't worry about the numbers. Just do it. You know? Oh, absolutely. It, it, you don't. Not to interrupt you real quick, but you know, something I've noticed: there are a lot of really good uh, YouTube channels and. You know, content. People uh, putting out content that they don't have a lot of views. I mean, I know it's a lot of, uh, you know, there's, they're definitely uh, messing, you know, with the numbers, you know, and the thumbs up and all that. But <clears throat> there's a lot of good, a uh, lot of good YouTube channels out there that, you know, a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not really not that important. No, exactly. No, no, it's not. That's why I was saying is, I mean, you. I come across videos all the time that, you know, have 30, 40 views, and they're actually really good. You know, I mean, and it seems like a lot of the, the truth that, that's out there is definitely being, uh, you know, <clears throat> trying to be hidden from people. That's all I'm getting at. So, yeah, the numbers really don't matter. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's the analytics and all that's messed with, I know. But, you know, it's what do you do? Sometimes you're yeah. also you're better off too that you're just you're smaller. The only thing I wish is that more people like would like mirror my stuff and each you know if if you had like a dozen small channels, you know mirroring each you know you're better off staying small. And oh, definitely, stuff. yeah, absolutely. And staying under the radar and sharing the message than everyone having a hundred thousand views because you know first of all. You know, if they take one of us down, there's still a dozen, you know, there's still 11 other guys out there. And if you're that small, it's not that big of a, a, an impact. You know, you've got somebody like Richie from Boston or something like that, and they take him down. Yeah, you know, it's a big, that's a big impact, bigger impact. And uh, as far as the community goes, as far as getting the message out. So, but, you know, I, it's also you gotta be clever too with your name and stuff like that. I've noticed. So, I also gotta be careful too about your personal attacks and who you attack and how you attack it too. So, no, that's true. Because you, you personally attack people, especially if they're uh, in the satanic community, the witchcraft, they like name and names, and you really expose them. They because they're all connected, you will get marks. I mean, you could attack. A Christian all day long and nothing will happen. But if you <laughs> some from the dark side, you start naming names. Uh, no, that that's the truth <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you'll get you'll get you'll get hit hard. So, so you got to be careful about that kind of stuff. I just tell the truth and expect uh, repercussions, I guess, for it. But you know, all right, man. What you want to tell people about your your channel and what's it? Sure. Show? What. Uh, I think he just hung up on me. Silly man. <laughs> He's not a silly man. By the way, it's Corey, and it is Uncle Obvious. So.
But he's not silly. He's not silly. He's not silly at all. He's a pretty solid guy. He's actually a great guy. You get to know him. He's a really great guy. So, Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, Mike. You there? Yeah. I corrected myself. I Why said you hung, up, you hung up on me, and I said, you silly man. So I had to correct myself. He's not a silly man. He's actually a really great guy. So, no, anyways. I'm not. <laughs> My Skype's being all uh There he goes again. Well, it's probably a good time to end the recording, so I'm definitely going to end the recording. But it's, anyways, it's Uncle Obvious, so I'll end the recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.